Good morning, I'm Debbie Cruz. It's Thursday, July 27th. San Diego's encampment ban goes into effect this weekend. More on that next, but first, let's do the headlines. Dozens of healthcare workers were picketing in front of Kaiser Zion Medical Center yesterday as part of a coordinated protest at more than 40 Kaiser facilities across the state to bring awareness to critical staffing conditions. Food service worker Trayvon Moss says the staffing shortage sometimes means food service gets delayed up to two hours and patients get angry. They're just mad because they're hungry, right? It's part of it. You get hungry, you get irritated, you can't feel better. And they didn't come here to get more sick, they came to get well. Kaiser calls the picketing a bargaining ploy. In a statement, Kaiser says it has committed to hiring 10,000 new workers. The current contract is set to expire on September 30th. A heat advisory for the Kelly's Valley areas has been extended to 8 p.m. tomorrow. The National Weather Service says temperatures could reach up to 100 degrees in the inland valleys. If you're looking for ways to keep cool during this hot weather, consider celebrating National Water Park Day tomorrow. You could visit SeaWorld, Sesame Place San Diego, or the Legoland or Wave Water Parks. Or you could cool off at one of the county's free splash pads. There's one in Savita Park in Mission Valley, another at the Waterfront Park in downtown, and one at the Viejas Outlets in Alpine. But that one is open only on weekends. If you plan on riding the San Diego Coronado Ferry, the cost of one-way fare increased late last month. The price went from $7 to $8. But according to the San Diego Union-Tribune, the price could rise to more than $9 later this year if state regulators approve the operator's request for an additional hike. The ferry's operator said the higher rate is needed to cover rising costs for fuel and labor. State officials have a hearing on August 4th to consider another price increase. From KPBS, you're listening to San Diego News Now. Stay with me for more of the local news you need. Hi, I'm Bill Hohen. And I'm Ted Hohen. Over the past 50 years, our family has brought many world-class dealerships to Carlsbad, including Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Audi, Honda, Acura, Jaguar, and Land Rover. That's right. This year, we're celebrating 50 years in Carlsbad. So on behalf of the entire Hohen family, we want to thank San Diego. Throughout the years, we've taken tremendous pride in meeting and even exceeding our customers' automotive needs. We value the relationships with our clients and look forward to serving you for years to come. We invite you to visit one of the Hohen Carlsbad dealerships or hohenmotors.com. San Diego police can begin enforcing the city's unsafe camping ordinance on Sunday. Reporter Melissa May has more on what enforcement could look like. The city's unsafe camping ordinance bans tent encampments in public places when shelter beds are available. And at all times within two blocks of schools and parks, 
canyons, transit centers, and homeless shelters. When we initially begin uh, implementation of the ordinance, we're going to focus initially uh, around schools and in many of our parks. Uh, we cannot have a situation where there are encampments within two blocks of a K-12 through school. According to Councilmember Stephen Whitburn's office, officers in the San Diego Police Department's Neighborhood Policing Division have been trained in the progressive enforcement model and will continue to provide education and outreach to homeless residents about the ordinance. The city says officers will receive a list of open shelter beds in the city intake system each morning. Whitburn says if needed, enforcement will be implemented. If people refuse to take advantage of a shelter or safe sleeping site when it is offered to them, uh, then the law can be enforced. Uh, the first time somebody would refuse uh, a shelter bed or safe sleeping site, a uh, police officer would give that person a warning. Uh, a second time that they declined shelter or a safe sleeping site, they could receive a misdemeanor citation. And the third time there could be a custodial arrest. Janice Wilds is a homeless advocate with Housing for the Homeless. She says that enforcement isn't going to help anything. A camping ban is not going to house anyone. Housing is what solves homelessness. We know we don't have enough of that. We have to build more of it. We need to have a more humane way to help people on the street other than criminalization, which is fiscally irresponsible. The city says unsheltered residents who accept a shelter bed will be transported through a coordinated effort between police and homeless outreach organizations. But Wilde says the shelters cannot accommodate the needs of seniors, disabled, or medically fragile people. People will be physically and mentally harmed by this. Think of having to be a nomad in your own city, carting all your things with you in 80-degree heat with nowhere to stop because anywhere you stop, you could be cited for encroachment or the camping ban. One outstanding question is whether San Diego's ordinance is different enough from other camping bans that have been challenged in court to be considered constitutional, says legal analyst Dan Eaton. I expect that uh, the uh, day the ordinance actually goes into effect, it's certainly no later than the first time any attempt is made to enforce the ordinance, there will be a complaint filed in San Diego Federal Court. Councilmember Whitburn says he believes the ordinance is on a strong legal footing. The city of San Diego currently has about 2,400 shelter beds, most of which are in use. But the latest point-in-time count data shows there's 3,200 unsheltered homeless people in the city. Melissa May, KPBS News. San Diego's largest community power agency is handing out its first public grants since the agency started buying power for about a million electricity customers in the spring. Environment reporter Eric Anderson has details. San Diego Community Power is distributing nearly $400,000 in profits to 10 community groups. The money will fund a variety of local programs focused on renewable energy and energy literacy. The United Women of East Africa landed a $45,000 grant. The group's Mishate Mengista hopes to reach out to the county's 30,000 East African residents. We wanted to be able to teach the youth about sustainable energy and how they can change um, their attitude on energy consumption and how to live green, especially in this day and age where energy is just so expensive. The San Diego Foundation helped with the application process and will deliver the money to the organizations in this round of funding.
Eric Anderson, KPBS News. Feeding San Diego says nearly 300,000 people face hunger every day in the county. Reporter John Carroll says at the same time, local food pantries are hurting. They start lining up early for food distribution on Monday mornings at the Water's Edge Church in Ocean Beach. Next is too cook. Too cook. That's Patrick Swanner saying the next bag to be distributed is food to cook. Swanner's been the pantry coordinator for loaves and fishes for more than two and a half years. So this is the first time since I've started that I've actually been worried about feeding people. Swanner says before the pandemic, they got all the food they needed from donations and food they bought at very low prices from Feeding San Diego and the San Diego Food Bank. During the pandemic, federal assistance meant they had plenty of support, but that dried up in March. And now, like many other neighborhood food pantries, they're hurting. Things are more expensive and donations aren't keeping up. Still, Swanner says he doesn't lose hope. All we have is hope. So even when we run out of food, I'll still be giving hope. Um, I, I really believe in that. And so, no, I, I haven't lost hope yet. It's just been harder to find it. Their website is sdloavesandfishes.org if you'd like to help. And of course, Feeding San Diego and the San Diego Food Bank can always use donations as well. John Carroll, KPBS News. Coming up, a summer camp in Imperial Beach is transforming lives one wave at a time. I feel like I kind of am a new person because I was meeting new friends and I was doing new things and getting out of my comfort zone. We'll have that story just after the break. Hi, I'm Bill Hohen. And I'm Ted Hohen. Over the past 50 years, our family has brought many world-class dealerships to Carlsbad, including Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Audi, Honda, Acura, Jaguar, and Land Rover. That's right. This year we're celebrating 50 years in Carlsbad. So on behalf of the entire Hohen family, we want to thank San Diego. Throughout the years, We've taken tremendous pride in meeting and even exceeding our customers' automotive needs. We value the relationships with our clients and look forward to serving you for years to come. We invite you to visit one of the Hohen Carlsbad dealerships or hohenmotors.com. Surfing in San Diego would seem to go hand in hand but not for everyone. For some children, trips to the beach are rare. Reporter Kitty Alvarado takes us to a summer camp giving kids a chance to ride the waves. Have you ever thought about how the ocean makes you feel? In my dreams, the ocean's like just a magical place. Jameson Wynn has, he loves it so much, he sees it in his dreams. The ocean feels like a rain of magic coming over you and making you feel great. His younger brother, Cole, says the ocean makes him feel at peace. Calming, the water's warm, and the sun's always out. It takes away all your problems. 
they live in Julian on the outskirts of San Diego County, so visits to the beach are few and far between. Because we live far away from the ocean, we don't get to see it a lot. And that's where Camp Surf comes in. So we're awesome to start our first surf carnival of the summer. Are you all stoked? This summer, they and dozens of other children got to spend a week at this magical place on Imperial Beach. Since 1969, this YMCA overnight camp has been making dreams come true for children all over the world. This year alone, nearly 900 children will get the camp surf experience. We're really focusing on positive youth development. While surfing is just one activity they learn at Camp Surf, Kapili Pasa, the camp's waterfront manager, says it's the key that unlocks happiness. We use surfing as a really big tool to be able to get them to trust in themselves, trust in each other, and then just get to experience the beautiful ocean. But unfortunately, Camp Surf is a place most children will only see in their dreams. Coming to the beach and dreaming about it just makes me feel a lot more calm and happy. Jackson Rosas from Escondido says he's in the same boat as the Wind Brothers. I don't see the ocean that often. And he thinks of the beach a lot, too. Imagine that you're sitting on the beach, watching the waves. He also says people make assumptions about kids like them just because they live in California. People think that I go to the beach a lot. But Naveen Alaves, who helps run the YMCA camp programs in Escondido, says spending a day at the beach is rare for most children who live in the county. And a whole week, well, that's just simply out of reach for most families, especially families like theirs that live on the county's margins. If it weren't for this week of camp, a lot of these kids would stay at home. Some of our older siblings taking care of younger siblings. Parents are working there at home, so they don't have access. A reality she knows all too well. I myself didn't grow up going to the beach, even though I grew up in Encinitas. I lived probably like 10 minutes from the beach. It wasn't something that my parents had access to. But this year, she and her fellow YMCA Escondido Impact Ambassadors raised $25,000 to change that for 50 Escondido students. I want to give a voice to those students, to those families. Among them, Jackson. I got to surf, boogie board, and meet new friends. Jackson says Camp Surf changed him for the better. I feel like I kind of am a new person because I was meeting new friends and I was doing new things and getting out of my comfort zone. And the Wynn brothers, they feel different too. Maybe it's the surf legs they grew in just a week. This experience at the YMCA has made this life a lot better and made me dream bigger about things. After harnessing the power of the ocean, they feel like nothing is impossible. It made me dream bigger of being a pro surfer and learning stuff that I didn't know a nine-year-old could do. But like all good things, their camp surf came to an end. But they will always carry a little piece of camp surf with them. And they can always visit in their dreams. Kitty Alvarado, KPBS News. Camp Surf is open to all children, and scholarships are available. That's it for the podcast today. As always, you can find more San Diego news online at kpbs.org. I'm Debbie Cruz. Thanks for listening, and have a great Thursday.